My psycho neighbor screaming that she's going to unalive us. I think she has an even darker secret and the police are finally here to stop her. I live in a duplex in Washington state with my husband and my son. My son is only a few months old. My father-in-law owns half of the duplex and is renting- I can't renting believe his son owns a duplex at four months. Wow, you know, just truly is like- Freaking the Rockefeller. My father-in-law owns half the duplex and is renting it to us. And the other half is owned by an older woman and her adult daughter. My father-in-law has known the woman for over 15 years and told us before we moved in that the daughter was mentally ill and had strong delusions and on occasion caused trouble with previous tenants. That is not a great thing to hear going in. The last tenants apparently had to get a civil anti-harassment order placed against the daughter. But eventually they moved out when the behaviors still never stopped. Wow. So the daughter was so bad, they made the other tenant leave. Yes. Apparently the neighbor had accused them of kidnapping and abusing their children and abusing their dogs. My husband and I brought our son home a few months ago. We didn't have any issues with the neighbor until about two weeks ago. She began banging on and throwing things at the wall when our son starts crying. She screams at us as well, but I usually can't hear what she's actually saying. You know, over the screaming baby and the two dogs going absolutely ballistic because of her banging. This sounds very unpleasant to the ears. Terrible. A symphony of horror. And it's made my postpartum anxiety so much worse. Every time the baby cries, I experience intense panic waiting for the screaming and banging to start. So we've called the non-emergency police line twice when I can't handle it anymore and I feel close to a meltdown. The first time they came, the police talked to her and she stopped doing it as often, maybe once every two days. Oh my God, that's less often? Tonight, she is back at it and it's worse than ever. The air quality is so bad right now from the fires that I can't let the dogs out for long to stop them from barking. And the barking makes the baby cry harder which makes the neighbor scream and pound on the walls harder. This is oh. a terrible like loop. This, the most this feedback loop. cycle is oh so my God. bad. The officer I spoke with says that we can try to get a civil anti-harassment order placed, but he knew for a fact that her behaviors never stopped after the last tenants tried that, and he said his unofficial advice would be to live somewhere else. Is that seriously my only option? We can't afford to move, but I can't keep living like this. There is an update. Is it worth it? just to get out of that scenario. I mean, it depends how damaging financially it would be. Yeah. I think all things considered, probably worth it to leave. But that's what I would, I would love to know what everyone else would do. Like, yeah. I, I feel like in this situation, I would move out. I think I would too. Even if it was like a little financially stressful, it seems like the financial stress must, has to be less than whatever the stress is. Update. The pounding escalated over the next two months. The neighbor bought a megaphone to yell at us through the wall. What the f***? and threatened to rip us apart. She called us child predators and she'd yell obscenities and threats until three or four in the morning. Man, okay, hate on this lady all you will, but she got stamina. If you are fighting for some cause, I don't care what you're fighting for, put her in your picket line. <laughs> Let's just throw Rider her in. strike, bro. She's on it. Get Three her in. four in the morning. Warner Brothers is giving you whatever you want. So the police were called multiple times. Nothing could be done about it. One officer told us, I'm going to kill you. See, doesn't mean anything if you don't actually do it. The elderly mother hadn't been seen in months, but requests for wellness checks were brushed off. Oh, shit. Yeah. All right. 
if you see what's coming, put I see you in the comments. I see you SVU. The general advice I got was that as renters, we couldn't do anything. It was also suggested that this was reasonable behavior since the baby crying was probably really annoying. Who are these cops? Since my first post, we moved in with my grandmother for our safety. The neighbor ended up busting a softball sized hole through the shared wall to scream at us and occasionally just stare at us. That's terrifying. The smell that came out of the hole was indescribably bad. Our security cameras recorded her coming to my son's nursery window around 2 a.m. almost daily and just staring at him and holding her cat. It took until the end of January for the police to be able to enter her property. The elderly mother had been deceased since last June and the daughter had the corpse dressed in her Sunday best rotting in a dead bolted bedroom. Oh my God, I saw it coming. I see you, I see you, I see you, SVU. The news article said that the mother died from natural causes. The daughter was taken to an inpatient psychiatric facility. Wow, this was a absolutely insane one. I'm shook. I'm shook. Funerals are expensive, though. Maybe she's just thrifty. She's just thrifty. She's you like, know? you know, I don't want to waste all this money on AC. They've got an AC over there. Let me just bust a hole in the wall and just get some of that cold air coming in over here. So they're still living in the grandmother's house. Do you then move back? Because now she's gone. There's some ghosts there. Yeah, you're not You're not about it? I'm not going. No, dude. <laughs> someone you? died in the thing next door at, and there was a crazy lady punching a hole. Like, I'm not sure I want to go down memory lane again like yeah. i want to know like when would it have been too much for yeah you? yeah yeah um because like first it's banging then it's megaphone then it's holes to the door and then it's dead grandma sent let us know in the comments i called the cops on my boyfriend's sister i want her kids in jail for their own good now she's getting a felony and she might lose her kids am i the a-hole i am pretty sure that i am the a-hole and i did not think something this bad was gonna happen they never do they never, they never do. do they always think it's gonna be peaches and sunshine but literally they know it's gonna be shivs and toilet wine <laughs> and this happened about a year ago me and my boyfriend have been together for five years. His sister Claire has a one-year-old baby, Alex. Claire's a single mom and sometimes drops her baby off at our place when she has some errands to run. I'm going to be honest here. I have no clue how to take care of a baby. I play with the baby, but other than that, my boyfriend usually takes care of Alex. My boyfriend's work is on site. That means he's ready to beat your no, I'm just kidding. So he usually isn't home for four days and then he comes home for three days. One day, Claire asked my boyfriend if she can drop off Alex for the day. Boyfriend was supposed to leave for work that evening. Since she said that she would pick up the baby by that evening, he said that would be fine. Big mistake. Huge. So my husband left around 5 p.m. I was waiting for Claire and I kept calling her. She picked up the phone around 8 p.m. and told me that she went to a place a few hours away with her friends. She told me to tell my boyfriend to take care of Alex for the next three to four days. It's a long time. You can't just like time. drop and be like, oh, I'm just taking him for the next three or four days. I told her that my boyfriend already left for work. Then she just told me, oh, then take care of Alex. I'm going to be back in four days. Just leave a bowl of water out and some chicken bones. And then she hung up the phone on me and turned off her phone. What the f I freaked out hard. I cannot call my boyfriend because he's unreachable on site. Neither of us have family in the state that we could have called. I called a few friends, but no one gave me anything helpful. The bag she left with Alex only had a few 
two diapers left in it. The baby was crying her head off and I didn't even know what to do to feed her safely. What's with all these terrible parents? I would just kind of go for it. Just like take a little spoon and just like shovel out the poops. <laughs> No, no, feed the baby. <laughs> God damn. I literally didn't know how else to do it. So I called the police and I told them everything that happened. They directed me to a social worker. While the social worker was helping me take care of the baby, the cops told other cops to find where she was located. The cops found her high from weed and she had enough on her for them to classify it as possession with intent to sell. Oh, damn. She that a sounds drug like dealer. a serious charge. Edit, I don't think she actually sold anything. She probably just brought enough for her and her friends for the next few days. She didn't get any jail time. She had to do community service and police guilty. Unfortunately, that also meant that she got a felony conviction. Oh, shit. well, at least she didn't have to do jail time, but this got her fired and she has not been able to hold down any good job since. In my defense, I only wanted her to come back because I didn't want anything to happen to Alex because I am not capable of taking care of her. I did not think she was going to do anything that would get her arrested. In her defense, she has left Alex at our home plenty of times, so it's not unreasonable for her to think that it would have been no problem taking care of Alex for a few days. Also, this is probably the first time that she took a break for herself since Alex was born. Damn, dude. She's just trying to let loose for a little bit. My boyfriend was pissed in the beginning, but came around later. Their parents also think I wasn't in the wrong. She obviously hates me and thinks I ruined her life because she just wanted to take a break for a few days. This got brought up recently at a family dinner, which is why I ask am I the a-hole. Ladies and gentlemen, there's a few things going on here. So I would be very interested to hear if you think if OP is the a-hole or not. And maybe if you've been in a similar situation before. Any any drop in babysits? I think the boyfriend's sister is an a-hole, but not a felony a-hole. Yeah, like yeah. a misdemeanor a-hole, yes. you know? Like it's kind of an a-hole move to just drop a kid off um, and say, take care of this thing. Yeah. And then leave for four days and turn off your phone. Like that's crazy. It kind of seems like she intentionally did that. So they would have no option yeah. but to watch. Yeah. The kid. It's like, yo, I'm going on this the vacation. I don't care if you can't take care of the kid. Like yeah. you are going to take care of the kid. Would I call the police, especially without first having like talk to my boyfriend? Most likely not. Yeah, that feels like an a-hole move, too. I feel like OP took the like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Like, <laughs> the cops just busted down my door. And I think my girlfriend is trying to get me arrested. But the police just found out who actually set me up. My girlfriend and I have been in a relationship for a bit over a year. She stays at my house about 75% of the time. We've had no major problems before this point. On Saturday night, we were watching TV in the living room. And suddenly there was loud pounding and shouting at the front door. My immediate reaction was to call the police. But after a look out the curtains, I thought it was the police. Who polices the police? That's the question. At this point, I was extremely confused. I don't sell, manufacture, or use drugs. I have no firearms in the house. I do nothing illegal online. I don't even pirate Game of Thrones. OP, it sounds like you're a freaking loser. Get some crimes into your yeah, belt, my Jesus guy. Jesus Christ. I had no idea why they might have the reason to be knocking on my door on a Saturday night. I opened the door and they immediately asked for permission to search the premises. 
premises. Don't give them permission. Where's your warrant? Literally, like. Where's your warrant? I was here just trying to watch freaking Disney movies. Yeah, legally. Legally. On Disney Plus. <laughs> I asked why they would think it was necessary and they wouldn't answer. In turn, I refused to give them permission. My girlfriend repeatedly said I should cooperate. I said no and told them to show me a warrant if they want to enter the house. They then informed me that they had probable cause and were searching my place no matter what I thought about the situation and that their asking was only a formality. I don't like that. Where, where are my rights? The first thing they did after entering my house was pull my girlfriend and I into separate rooms and begin questioning us. I kept demanding they show me a warrant, but apparently warrants aren't even a thing anymore because probable cause can be literally anything when your local PD is backwater and sh** enough. Sounds accurate. I refused to answer any questions. I told them I wanted a lawyer and if I was under arrest. I repeated that I did not consent to any searches of my property and repeatedly asked what their probable cause was. That there was nothing readily apparent. Thank you, Breaking Bad, which I am watching right now. You're goddamn right. And they had no right to strip me of my privacy. My girlfriend, on the other hand, talked a lot. I didn't hear much because she was in the next room, but I overheard her say this. You should check the backyard shed. I've never been in there before and I can't say what's in it. It's like she's like trying to say there's like a dead body in there. At the time, I could only think, what the f*** is she doing? Well, the police checked the shed and found nothing. Again, I'm not a criminal. And after an hour plus hundreds of questions later, they left. At that point, I asked, why in the world would she try to help them find criminal activity in my house? And she could only answer that she panicked and didn't know what to do. I don't need legal advice. My mother is a paralegal and knows a lot of good attorneys. She's furious about the police conduct and she doesn't even know what my girlfriend said to them yet. I'm incredibly angry at my girlfriend for saying something so unbelievably moronic, but all she can respond to me with is, I panicked and didn't know what to do. What I need more than anything is another person's perspective on why someone would throw their significant other under the bus like that. Does this seem like something that can be worked through or is this just a huge red flag? I can't buy that she was malicious. It really seems like she was just scared. There is an update, John. So like, I understand being like scared. Right. I think you reveal who you are in the moments where you are most frightened or stressed. Is she secret police? Is she undercover? <laughs> get OP. But there is an update. Okay, let's get into it. This was a giant cluster. It wasn't my girlfriend that called the cops. It was my ex. About a year before I met my current girlfriend, I was sort of kind of seeing this 35-year-old woman. Our relationship was primarily physical in nature, but she wanted me to drop everything and move in with her. Just about everyone I knew was telling me that there was something off about her, but I thought they were just judging her for her age. Then one night when we had a fight, she chugged half a bottle of cognac and I had to call an ambulance because she was completely unresponsive. Oh my God. I ghosted her after this and had to ignore her pounding on my door several times. I went to the police station about a week after they raided me to file a formal complaint. I had consulted the lawyer and he advised me that it would be a good first step if I were going to take legal action. When I filed the complaint, I tried to get information on who falsely accused me of a crime that warranted a raid without a warrant, but they wouldn't budge. My lawyer told me as much. Six months after the raid, I heard through the grapevine that my ex-friend with benefits girlfriend called the police to inform them that I was cooking crystal meth in my basement. 
Breaking Bad style. I only learned about this because a mutual friend who my ex had recently confided in spilled the beans. I figured out soon thereafter that she had seen me with my current girlfriend somewhere and decided that I must have been cheating on her when we were still together a year earlier. She exacted her revenge by getting me swatted. I went to the police station to file a report against her, but the person at the front desk essentially was laughing me out of the building. When I consulted my lawyer, he told me it was pointless to even bother. Maybe the better police department and in a better city. We moved out of Buttville. Beautiful little town. Love it. We live in a much larger city now. I forgave my girlfriend for her over talking to the police. Things couldn't be better. I love her so much. One last little happy note is that we are getting married next year and we are both incredibly excited about starting our lives together. And that is a wrap. Wow. I'm glad it all ended well. It all ended well. But I hope the police never question you again or you do anything remotely illegal because you're, you know, your girlfriend is going to turn on you. Uh, she definitely wouldn't wouldn't survive in a crime family for sure. Can't marry into the mob. All mobsters off limits. My girlfriend has gotten me fired from all of my jobs. I'll be homeless soon. I kind of want to leave her, but I'm not sure. So am I the a-hole? I'm male 24 and I've been with my girlfriend, female 29. Let's call her Janice Ooh. for two and a half years. I just finished my education when we started dating and I have been doing all sorts of jobs since. Sometimes two at a time. I I did this to expand my resume and gather job experience. I worked in cafes, bookstores, a library, a grocery store, and as an English tutor. Most of those jobs lasted about three to five months. My shortest stay was two and a half weeks, my longest eight months. But since I didn't have a hard time applying for new positions, I tried to block it out, though it was kind of eating me up internally. People called to complain about me. People left bad reviews about me. People used my employee Wi-Fi access to look up sketchy things on the internet under my name. What? Former employees called to inform them about me, right name and all, and much more subtle stuff that I couldn't disprove. But I was too anxious to do anything about it. I just told my girlfriend, she comforted me, she supported me every time I got my life ruined by these people. But I kept going, though they kept finding me. This feels like a conspiracy. Right? Who, who is this group of people conspiring? To every make sure. time he goes to a new place, it's, or maybe it's just OP is so unlikable. I that mean, every place he goes to, people are just like, yeah, f that guy in particular. Fast forward to this week. I currently hold a part time position at a bakery. I've been working there for two months and a half. Is that like an English way of saying two and a half months? Two months and a half. And a half. I, I worked there for two months and a half. And please give me my tea. That's right. It's going okay, but my manager approached me about something regarding our Google reviews. Someone was complaining about an employee and their description of them could really only fit me. It was on a day where we were pretty short of staff, so I could have been the only person in the store on that day for all I know. Anyway, their review contained some pretty elaborate and nasty comments about me. This happened on one or two of my jobs already. This has happened repeatedly. Something's yeah. fishy. Which is crazy. Like anyone that I know, I could destroy their reputation with a few emails. That's power, baby. That's kind of crazy. That's power. That is. That's power. I'm terrified now. <laughs> I told my manager that it was all pretty bogus and that someone had a vendetta against me as it has happened before. She believed me and told me that she'll dismiss the comment. On my break, I checked out the review myself. Their username was kind of stupid. I'm not going to type it out here since I still work there, but I'll just call them Mick Myrtle as it was in the same range of sounds kind of fake, but not really. Anyway, I come home, but don't tell Janice about it. This is girlfriend. She has heard it all before, so I didn't see the point in complaining 
complaining about another time I almost lost my position. We chat, all is well, and she leaves the room. Her phone is on the table. And suddenly, she gets a notification or email of some sort from Google. I don't remember exactly what it said, but the pop-up read something along the lines of, Mick Myrtle Manager has responded to your review. The girlfriend is Mick Myrtle? Mick Myrtle is the girlfriend. Oh my God. No wonder. No wonder. But why? Why? That's the question. Oh, Why God. is this happening? Oh, God. My heart dropped. I've been trying to ignore it since. This is two days ago. It just fit in the picture of bad reviews. It fit the picture of the phone complaints my workplaces have received about me in the past. It fits the picture of all the sketchy things I've been fired for. Why would she do that, though? I'm looking for an explanation. This literally can't be. She's the only thing keeping me sane. I don't know what to do. There is an update, but like, I think there's this like, there's this, I forgot what the, the, it's like some psychological complex where it's like you poison your kid so you can take care of them. Huh. I think it's the equivalent. Like she's making huh. her boyfriend's life hell so she can take care of him. Wow. That is terrible. <laughs> man Chowson. Man, man. How do you Manchowson? Manchowson. By proxy is a mental illness in a form of child abuse. The caretaker of a child, most often the mother, either makes up fake symptoms or causes real symptoms to make it look like the child is sick. Honestly, I think that's a pretty good guess, I feel like, of what's happening here. Yeah. Because yeah. the question is, what is the incentive? Yeah, I mean, she's an older woman, wants I mean, it seems like she just wants to take care of him or something. Just like wants this a weird little alone time. Drain those balls oh, of all good worries. <laughs> Wake up, nut. Have breakfast, nut. Lunch, nut. Go to work, he come home, nut. Lunch break at work, nut. Hello, people who are still invested. I'm sorry for not updating you guys earlier. A lot has been going on. I'm sure, OP. Yeah. First of all, yes, we broke up. That's why I'll be referring to her as my ex from now on. Round of applause Thank for you. OP. Thank you, God. Anyway, let's start from the beginning. On Monday of the following week, I couldn't take the uncertainty anymore. I told my ex I needed her booking account to book a train ticket to visit my dad for a few days. She complied, and when she was in the shower getting ready for work, I booked my ticket and started looking through her emails. After some digging, I found an email to herself which contained a spreadsheet file. I sent the file to myself, printer, and took a screenshot. Why? The spreadsheet contained about every single information about me there was. Numbers, emails, passwords, work times, colleagues, their numbers, and social medias, as well as some emails, passwords that she used for accounts to ruin my life with. Everything was on there, conveniently sorted for her to ruin my life as efficiently as possible. When she left for work, I decided it would be best to immediately pack my stuff. Okay, so he's like in freaking I'm leaving mode. Yeah. He's like abort, abort freaking mission. I'm <laughs> pressing emergency eject. <laughs> Going Dang. through the sky. For real. Nothing that mattered would be left behind. I feel like a wanted man. Like I was being hunted despite nothing being seemingly out of place. I called my boss, told her I would be taking some time off work and headed out to see my dad. Needless to say, he was the sanity I needed. I cried about everything I saw. I panicked for a whole two days straight about how my life was ruined and I didn't know what to do. We had to sleep on the couch in the guest room because I was so scared of my ex coming in. He handled it like a champ. I love you, dad. He called the police, a lawyer, and recently a therapist for me wow. because I was in the most horrible state of my life. We're currently sorting out the legal 
illegal stuff. I haven't talked to my ex except for letting her know it was over and that she's a sick psychopath. My dad handled the rest. I changed all my passwords and I'm now looking for a place to live. Sorry for the brief update. My mind is tangled. Please ask your questions if you want answers. By the way, thank you to every single person who gave advice, talked to me over DMs, and was generally concerned about me. I appreciate every single one of you. Holy moly, wow. what a doozy. <laughs> Damn, dude. This is why you don't date women. End of sentence. Done. <laughs> This is this is why you never date. Never yeah. trust again, OP. This never is trust. why me and Sam date each other. Oh. <laughs> Podcast host. Oh. Oh. But yeah, damn, that that would make me like scared to ever be in a relationship again. Yeah, because like, it, like and, and, you know, it's irrational. It's like, obviously, there's of all the people you would date. This is not going to happen frequently, but it's just like it's just going to be hard to pull out of your mind as you're like talking, getting to know someone like now they know where I work. Now they could go and do this to me. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's like, I mean, she could still do this potentially. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, what do you say every before every job? Like, hey, there's someone that wants to to like ruin my life all the time. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. It's crazy that almost everyone in your life that you've ever known has the power to destroy it. I've never thought about it before. It's, it's kind of easy. Insane. Yeah, it's easy. it really is. And anyone has like any job that they have an employer for. Bro, just write some bad Google reviews and say, oh, dude, the guy with long blonde hair and blue eyes and dreamy smile is a dick. <laughs> My smile is dreamy. <laughs> <laughs> that's all i heard also i love how we like low-key accidentally just created the blueprint for like exactly how to destroy know, someone's life i know i know I'm crazy dude. this is like my uh childhood drug seminar where they literally told us step by step how to make meth it yeah. was it was great it was and great. then you made it and here and you it, are. Was, it was delicious i found divorce papers in my air vent i don't know what to do next but my husband just got home okay so I, 29 female, and my husband, 30 male, have been married for four years now and together for seven. And it's going fantastically well. He's handsome, cute, kind, loving, and he makes me feel safe, wanted, and loved and protected. It always starts so sweet. He takes me on dates, shows physical affection wherever he can, and he also just makes me feel happy. We have no kids, but we are trying for it. So the other day I was cleaning the house. I'm a housewife and I was cleaning the air vent at the top of the staircase aisle because we had never cleaned it since we bought the house. Well, when I opened it, there was a box, an unmarked box. What's in the box? What's in the box? If you find something in an air vent, no one was meant to find that. So I took out the box and then I opened it and there was a note more about it somewhere down below. And what do you think it was, Sam? I mean, it's got to be the divorce papers. It was divorce papers. Oh, yikes. Already with our names on it. Oh. The only thing that wasn't filled in was the signatures. Oh, God. I was crushed. He had just gone to work after kissing me for seven to eight minutes and hugged me and everything has been going great. Seven to eight minutes. Dang. So why this? I opened the note and it reads as follows. It is with immense regret and sadness that your love between you and my name has run its course. I'm sorry, husband's name. You didn't deserve this. Or you did. I don't know. Maybe she cheated. Maybe you did. Maybe the love didn't last for you. All those times, all those moments of being with her are of no use now. In the end, she did go away. Or rather, you made her leave. She's gone. Never coming back. It's okay, you effing slur piece of shit. 
You didn't deserve her in the first place. Dumb and stupid and delusional is what you are since you didn't push her away in the first place. You don't deserve love. You deserve to be shot. Wait, I'm so confused. I'm lost. So the letter continues. Or she cheated on you. I'm sorry for that. She let another man's dong inside of her and she didn't back off. She had an affair, physical or emotional, and she didn't choose you. Forget her, forgive her, because to be amity is to be forgiving. And you deserve the peace, my friend. You did everything that you could, but she wanted more. Listen to We Don't Understand Each Other from ST3 and go to sleep. Hit the gym tomorrow. I'm here for you. Take care, mate. Yours. Yours what? Writer's name. Okay, I am... I am. I'm still so confused. His note was from himself, by himself, and for himself. Huh? I am crying now. I've never cheated on him and never had the thought of cheating on him. All I want is him to be with me. What should I do? It breaks me to see how he thinks like this. Super, super bizarre. Uh, there is an update. Okay, I would love to get into this update because yeah. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just confused. Yeah. What is your guess as to why right now? And everyone put your guess in the comments. Well, I think right he probably thinks that she's cheating. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe it's like he has this just in case. It's like, okay, if she's cheating on you, you have the divorce papers ready. And it's like always there at a moment's notice. Oh. Where it's like, okay, like, you huh. know, like it's like, it's almost like a the nuclear option. Like, right, right. As soon as he cheats on you, Bam, divorce papers. Interesting theory. Yeah, I, that that could definitely be it. But why don't we find out? Let's find out. So he came home. I was sitting on the couch with the box on the coffee table. I oh, mean, this dude, is some like mafia like, shit. Dude, he's busted. He tried to kiss me, but froze the moment he saw the box. I broke down at that point oh. because the thought of him not coming home to me every day broke me. He came to comfort me, but I pushed him away. I'm just crying and saying, why? Why would you do this? You think you don't deserve me or you thought I effing cheated on you? He said, nothing. After I calmed down, he said this. He had made the arrangements for this, a contingency plan three to four months ago when an office worker of his got cheated on and another office worker's marriage failed as the wife didn't find the husband attractive or interesting anymore. And also that was coincidentally the same time he became a Reddit user. Wait, is he getting like red pilled right now? I think he's like getting red pilled. Oh no. Oh no, he had such a happy marriage. He started to get frightened about the issue as he read many posts on r slash surviving infidelity. That is not a good place if you value your relationship. Oh my God. And also open marriages and relationships. He didn't tell me that he'd been using Reddit for the last two months. He really tried to hold it in, but failed. And he went to a lawyer and got the papers done just in case. He said that he loves me to death and still finds me insanely attractive to the extent that he doesn't want to leave me for one microsecond. And that if I were comfortable, he wants to spend the rest of his life with me. But he just couldn't handle the thought of another man even touching me. And he said that he just can't, even for his life, share me with anyone and that I'm his and he's mine. Mine and mine alone. And I'm his and only his. We get it, buddy. We get it. He said he isn't trying to justify what he had done and what he had done was wrong and unforgivable. But he said that he hopes I can understand the circumstance that made him do this and that how much he doesn't want to lose me and can never ever 
share me with anyone and that he loves me the most and that he'd do anything for me and begged me to be transparent when I'm bored in the marriage so we can talk about it and work through it and pull through like always and for any reason that I feel upset or have a problem with man he is still like just going on about like nothing I mean he's just probably spooked and it's not anything that OP did but he's just feeling super insecure now that's what's so crazy is like you kind of did this to yourself bro like if you had just not gone to oh god and this happens all the time what he should have done is he should have been like hey i just want to talk to you yeah there's some infidelity that happened a couple times at work with like people i knew and then say what you said yeah you know like hey like i want to have open communication with you yeah but like don't get the divorce papers already ready at this point we were both breaking down he tried to come closer and touch and comfort me and i let him i wrapped my arms around him and didn't let go we hugged forever and cried our hearts out when he finally pulled back and he kissed me for god knows how long i don't want to lose him i love this man and i want to be around him forever and ever we fell asleep on the couch with me on top of him we woke up and had breakfast then we burned the divorce papers and the note in our backyard and used the remnants of the combustion to make manure for our plants that's nice i guess that's kind of cute it's like growing new life out of of what could have destroyed theirs after that, we took a bath. Ooh, oh, yeah. Got squeaky clean after all that dirt. And then we just snuggled. I never let go, and so did he. We held each other for hours until we were okay-ish. We got up and he made lunch while I hugged him from behind, and then we ate and snuggled. He fell asleep, and I'm typing this while watching him fall asleep. He's still reaching out for me, and his hand is on my thigh. We discussed and will consult a therapist for the both of us to counter the things that he has in mind. The more I look at him, the more I smile, because I know... I found the one for me. I guess it ended okay. And unexpected. Usually we have an unexpected insane twist. This was an unexpected kind of good twist. Yeah. I know we got some divorcees watching this right now. I'm talking to you. I'm I'm, I'm talking to you right now. I'm yeah, going to be honest. Are. We want to hear your story. Yeah. What, how did that, or like maybe all near divorces, divorces, like kind of these big relationship hurdles. And I'm curious also. Like what would you do in your relationship if you found divorce papers? If you found these divorce papers. And I'm I'm curious to ask you all and Sam, was the husband the a-hole for this move? For- husband completely the a-hole. Yeah. I mean, we kind of said it earlier. What he should have done is it's okay to have these feelings of like, yeah insecurity yeah that is part of the human experience you will feel insecure right that's just that's just how it is but when we feel insecure don't bottle it up and go to a fucking lawyer and get these divorce papers written up talk to your partner also i totally also see that op like she read this thing and was so hurt and then realized that like oh actually like he doesn't want to divorce me and then she's just like kind of bathing in the relief yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I also well, totally understand that. they are going that. to couples counseling. That is true. So that I feel true. like that is like It'll probably the be ramifications there. Yeah. there. And hopefully that will be uncovered, which is a good, good idea on their part. Yeah. Yeah, totally. My fiance wants to try an open marriage just before we get married. I'm suspicious, but should I let him do it? Hi, I'm at a loss of what to do. (laughs) Me, female 25, and my fiance, male 24, have been in a relationship for three years. Four years coming up in March. He popped the question a few months ago, and I was so excited, so cute, so naive. Don't even know what's coming, OP. Until something else popped out of him. I really feel like he is, quote unquote, the one. He's the one for me. He's amazing in so many ways. And I genuinely feel like he feels the same way. Or at least I did. Last night, we ordered takeout 
out for dinner and we were going to watch the newest Ring of Power episode. He was acting incredibly weird, not very talkative and very fidgety. He usually sits pretty still or relaxed, but he kept bouncing his leg and tapping his fingers. Eventually, about halfway through the episode, he pauses it and says he wants to talk about something extremely important. Taxes? Why on the road to Mordor that just couldn't have taken the Eagles? That's important. He sounded so nervous and I immediately got this sinking feeling, but I told him everything was okay. Just tell me what's going on. He said it has been on his mind for a while and he didn't know if it was just the nerves of realizing he's about to be married, but he realized that I am his first quote unquote real relationship. Before me, he had only dated a couple people in high school and it was never long lasting. I asked him where he was going with this and he started crying like a little <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he said he was scared since he didn't have a lot of quote unquote experience with other people and he was worried if he was making the right decision. Obviously that effing hurt to hear, but I didn't say anything. After dancing around the subject for a bit, he finally just said what he was thinking, that an open relationship would be good for us, at least for a little bit. Babe, I just really think that would be sick if I could hook up with other babes. Honestly, the second half of this conversation is a blur because my anxiety was so bad, I was hardly listening. He said he loved me, and he knows he wants to marry me no matter what, but he wants to see what other people were like before getting into a lifelong marriage. He cried throughout the whole conversation and he kept reassuring me that I wasn't the problem. He just wanted to quote unquote experience other people since he was never really able to. He said if I agreed to an open relationship, there would be a lot of rules in place and it would all be very safe. I feel like our relationship is ruined. I'm obviously not okay with an open relationship. He said I could see other people too, but I don't want to. I only have eyes for him. I only want him. I only love him. Aww. He kept saying I have every right to say no. And he would understand that he would never make me do something I didn't want to. But the thing is, since he brought this up, if I say no, then I'm constantly going to think he's seeing people anyway. It's already happening. I used to have complete trust in him, but now I can't stop thinking if he's already seeing other people. Or at a minimum, is he satisfied? Oh uh, yeah, it sounds like he isn't. Maybe he's bringing this up because he cheated on me and needs an excuse now. I don't know, my mind is everywhere. I don't know what to do. I told him I would think about it and he hugged me. He didn't let go for a long time. I slept on the couch last night and I told him I needed to be alone. Any advice is so appreciated and I do have an update. But first, what would you guys do in this situation if your significant other said, hey, I want an open relationship right before you guys are about to get married? John, what would you do? That's a bit of a ball to drop, especially like he was the one that proposed. You don't at that point stop and say, Hmm, yeah, maybe I am not ready for this next level of commitment because it feels like such a it feels like a huge backtrack, a, a huge bait and switch to be like, hey, I want to get married. Like that is saying I want to be married to you and then be like, oh, just kidding. I want like I. Uh, the update isn't great. Oh, God. He called off the engagement and broke up. He swears up and down. He didn't do anything, but he confessed he brought it up because he had a crush on someone and wanted to try it out. I'd been staying at a friend's house for a few days trying to figure out what I wanted to do. 
A lot of the people in the comments were a huge help to me and helped me mentally prepare. I appreciate a lot of you so much. I probably wouldn't have gone through with it, but you guys pushed me to ask more questions. I asked him what made him start thinking about it. And at first he went back to his experience bullshit. I told him if he wanted to experiment sexually, I would be more than happy to try some things out. And I wasn't going to be accepting that as an answer. After a while, he caved in and admitted that a girl who works at a coffee shop he visits often asked him for his number. And that's when he started to think about it. I was heartbroken and angry to say the least. He said that if we had gotten into an open relationship, people we knew would be off limits. He said she didn't count as someone he knew because he wasn't friends with her and she was still technically a stranger. Of course. I told him he did know her. He goes there almost every day and she's very friendly with us. But either way, it didn't matter because he had already told me there was no one he had in mind. He lied to me. After some more arguing and crying from both of us, he told me if I didn't want the open relationship, then just say no and we could move on from this. He was basically begging me not to talk about it anymore. He just wanted to move on. I told him it wasn't easy because I straight up do not trust him anymore. As far as I know, he could have already experimented with her. He said he would never go to that coffee place again. And if he saw her, he would ignore her. I told him he could see other people. I just wouldn't be in the picture. He got frantic and asked me if I was breaking up with him. I said, yes. I told him a year from now, or even a couple years from now, after he gets all his quote unquote experience out of his system. And if I'm still single and interested, we can try again. From the beginning, no engagement. I personally don't see us getting back together, but he was crying and clinging on to me. Honestly, I'm disgusted. I'm mostly sad though, heartbroken, pissed off, lost, confused, anxious. We had our whole life planned out and ready for us and it got ruined by a stupid effing crush he had the nerve to ask to try out because of lack of experience. I'm heading out in a bit to get drunk with some girlfriends. I know a few people wanted an update. Sorry it wasn't very happy. Thank you for all the advice. Dang. It's over. But I don't know. Like, I think that brings up a good question. Like, what would you, uh, and we kind of answered a little bit before, but what would you do if, if your significant other asked for an open relationship? It's it's hard to take it a good way, honestly. Yeah, yeah. If you're the person, yeah. like, I, the person receiving it, I think it would be pretty hard not to have your relationship falter. But I don't necessarily see it as, like, a moral failing. Yeah. In terms of preserving the strength of the relationship, probably not a good move. It just makes so much more sense if you're polyamorous going into the relationship. Mid-relationship, I'm sure people have done it, of course. I don't objectively think there's anything wrong with it per se, but yeah, it's just just one of those things that it's just so hard not to take personally because what do you instantly do? You're like, what do I have that's not? Yeah, enough, yeah, yeah. Why I mean? am I not enough for you? But yeah, I don't know. I, I would be very curious what everyone else thinks. I don't know if there's necessarily a right answer. I don't think so. But there are multiple answers, oh. and we want to know. I was just diagnosed with terminal cancer, so I'm going to work up the nerve to reconnect with my first love, but I haven't told my husband. Am I the a-hole? Sounds like a little bit of cheating, but you are dying. For starters, I, 32 female, am dying due to cancer. It was diagnosed pretty late after two weeks of severe stomach pain and throwing up after every meal. At the stage that I'm in, doctors have suggested palliative care, which is treating the symptoms versus the core illness itself, rather than any treatments, which I am sad about. But that is life. I am from one of those countries where marriage is arranged rather than the Western way. I was in love with someone, A, when I was about 18 to 19 years old. Though he was from the same country as I am, my parents did not agree to it due to his economic background 
background, which was a few steps below us. Hmm. My parents fixed up my marriage with my husband, B, and we have been married for 12 years now. We don't have any kids. B doesn't know about A as my ex-boyfriend, but does know A as he is quite well known in our small city. He has never asked me about my previous love affairs since that's very taboo in my culture and I lied by omission? Question mark. A remained single and is now a professor in our local university. He has gained quite a name by mentoring young people and directing them in the right studies slash career path. That is awesome. Sounds like a sick dude. Yeah. Now I have done everything I need to do. My legal and financial stuff is all sorted and I have spoken to my husband on what I need him to do. Get married again. I don't think of it as a betrayal to my memory and don't ask if my parents are okay with it, etc. So I'm guessing giving the go ahead. Yeah. Now with people walking around me in eggshells, I have been thinking a lot about A and I really want to spend more time with him. A couple hours and half a meal and walk down memory lane if he was willing to, of course. I mean, I don't know. I feel like do what you like. On the other hand, I feel selfish. My husband worships the ground I walk on and I love him. But A is like that childhood crush on your favorite actor or sportsman or first love in high school, which would be stored in a tiny corner of your heart and brings you a wistful smile? I am just conflicted if I would be the a-hole if I tell my husband about A and this wish of mine. Note, my intention is to just have a chat and a meal. Just him. I've had two palliative surgeries and I have two bags in my lower tummy. So nothing physical or like an affair and it would be in my own home. So this is a story that definitely seems sticky on the outset, right? But I don't know. What 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 do you all think? Like what uh should OP do in this scenario? I mean, you're dying. It's like you, you should be able to have that and it shouldn't be hurtful at all unless I don't A think has it, insecurities. Yeah, and I think it would feel worse for you not to tell him and then for him to find out. Give her as much joy as you can. Yeah. You know, and this seems like something that would bring her a lot of joy. Um, I mean, let us know what you would do in this situation in both the husband's shoes and OP's shoes. Mm-hmm. I don't care that your grandma's dead, little girl. Am I the a-hole? So I, 38 female, have five kids, all internationally adopted as I am infertile. This in particular is about one of my daughters, nine female, I will call Zoe, as it starts with the same letter as her real name. You don't need to give us clues as to what her real name is. Stop it. <laughs> Zoe just entered fourth grade. She's going to school in person this year. Well, one girl, I'll call her Cat, has been picking on Zoe a lot. I'm not one of those moms who makes a huge fuss over every little squabble, but Cat has picked on Zoe for being adopted, being Asian, and started rumors that she has the virus. Cat sounds like a little bigot. Yep. Every time Zoe tries to tell her teacher, her teacher either brushes it off as quote unquote conflict or says that Kat is dealing with a lot and not to mind her, even though that is very hard for Zoe. Shouldn't the teacher be like, stop saying that racist. I have learned with one of my older kids to document every incident of bullying that happens to my child. I just write down the date and what they say happened in a notebook. It usually turns out to be nothing. I've done this for what Zoe has said about Kat. Well, last week was the final straw. I got called by the nurse that Zoe had fallen out of a tree at recess and hurt her arm and she had to go to urgent care. I picked her up as soon as I could and when we got in the car, she said what really happened was Kat told her if she climbed up the tree, she would let her sit on the class beanbag 
bag or something like that. When Zoe did it, Kat began shaking the other end of it. When Zoe fell out of the tree, Kat ran away. When her teacher got there, she tried to tell him what happened, but he scolded her for climbing up there. Granted, he didn't know how bad it was and took her to the nurse. Her wrist was broken because I guess she tried to catch herself from falling and ended up twisting it backwards. After she was home with my husband, I marched into that school pissed off. I ended up having a meeting with the guidance counselor and her teacher. Her teacher kept trying to call it a fight or conflict, giving them equal blame, basically. What is this conflict? Bro, resolve the conflict. Come on. Or saying that she shouldn't have climbed the tree in the first place. Then he said that in the beginning of the year, Kat's parents told him that her grandma died over the summer, so caught her a little slack. Bro. So we cut the girl whose grandma passed away, but not the girl who broke her, literally the other one broke her wrist. Also, grandmas be passing away left and right. If I had a nickel for every one of my friends who had a a dead grandma, I would have a lot of nickels. I said I didn't care (laughs) and she should still be punished. He seemed shocked that I said I didn't care. He has all this week off, so I've taken a little time to cool off. And now I'm not sure if I'm the a-hole for saying that. So am I the a-hole? I want to know what you think. If your child's bully and literally caused them to break their wrist, but their grandma died, would you change how you treat the kid? Do you get dead grandma immunity? That's the real question. I want to know what you think. Put your answers in the comments right this second, you little beautiful children. John, what do you think? Let's say the school staff is just totally, like, totally disengaged, yeah, right? Yeah. But they're engaged in defending the girl who lost her grandmother. Dead grandma immunity, Over bro. the summer. I, I forgot. Here's your allowed racism and bullying card for, for having a dead grandma. Here, Here's your pass. Like, no. That's not how the world works. No, it's not. If you're racist as a six-year-old, I'm not saying it's taught, but I I am. Hold on. Grandma's probably racist too. Drop it. So your dead grandma. Your dead grandma. That's my take. (laughs) Let us know your take. Put your answers in the comments below. My mom wants to shock my service dog into submission. I have a plan to set my pup free. Am I the a-hole? Yes, I am aware of how weird the title is, and I'm on mobile, and I can never spell right, and I suck at punctuation. Oh, yeah. Self-esteem. <laughs> come man. on. Come on. But I, 21 female, still live with my parents, and I have a self-trained service dog, and my parents have a little non-service dog. My dog does bark quite a bit, but it's very easy to make him stop, and he doesn't do it often when on the job, unless someone gets too close to me, and I'm perfectly fine with that, as I don't like people that close to me. Now, my dog's bark isn't at all a normal bark. <laughs> what is it? It's a taser bark. <laughs> it sounds more like he's screaming the bark and it's very loud. And my parents' dog also barks and she barks way more than my dog at home and in public. And she barks very often at everything. For example, she barks at my dog to try to get him to play with her. She barks at my dog every single time he gets solo attention. She barks at everyone she sees. Well, I mean, that sounds like a classic, like, yappy dog. She does not have a loud bark at all. It's a very normal bark in volume, but her barks are very high-pitched and they hurt your ears. But my parents' dog does not listen to anyone and you absolutely cannot get her to stop barking once she starts. That dog is independent as f***. Don't need no human. My mom hates my dog's bark because I can't take him with me to work. I work with food in the kitchen. My mom has to watch him for me. My mom has told me over and over that she was going to get a shock collar to put on my dog. And I, of course, told her over and over again that she's not allowed to do that to my dog. Period. 
Welp, she went ahead and bought one anyways and started making my dog wear it, claiming that it, it doesn't actually shock him. My mom put it on him while I'm at work and even tried while I'm home and I've seen his reaction to the collar and it very clearly hurts him. So while she was gone on a vacation, I threw it into my car and left it there and she absolutely knows I hit it and is constantly looking slash demanding to know where is it? Now she's been saying that she'll just buy a new one and I really don't want her to waste any more money on it, especially since I'm gonna definitely hide the new one when she gets it. So am I the Alpha Sierra Sierra Hotel Oscar Lima Echo? Did they just say that? They literally said that. Why? <laughs> Are they trying to say they're in the military or? I think it's a joke. All right, really quick. Someone made the nicest, meanest comment the other day. I love nice, mean comments. Mean comments I love the most. So Amanda Heinsohn, 2032, not a public subscriber, so Ooh. ew, <clears throat> but said the weird loser vibes are endearing. You've grown on me. I don't know how to take that. <laughs> I love being a weird loser. Bring your comments in. Roast me any which way you want. Weird losers. Yeah. Anything. Everything's on the yeah. table. But Sam, there, there is an update to the story. Oh, really? Yes. Edit. I should mention a few things. I can't move out. I am disabled and I can't live alone. My dog is male and is a Chihuahua Corgi mix. That's a cute mix. Their dog is female and has about five different breeds in her, but is extremely small. I could not afford a personally trained service dog, but my dog is a certified service dog. My mom says it's not how often my dog barks, but instead how loud he barks. I would appreciate it if everyone could stop harassing me over my service dog and demanding to know why I have him and what he does. Since this is the internet, I legally don't have to tell anyone any information. Please keep your comments about the topic of the post and nothing else. Thank you. Uh, screw all of you guys who made all of those stupid comments. Yeah, um, stop it. Leave OP alone. Yeah. Only, we're the only ones allowed to bully OP. Yeah, yeah. No, we're not going to bully you. So, Sam, I'm curious first, you sexy people out there, uh, in addition to your hate comments on me, I would love to know your comments on this story. Do you think OP was the for trying to prevent extra training um, from her mom. No, I mean, it's like, it, it's a little hard because it's not, it's not o like OP's living in their parents' space. Yeah. So that's what's There's the complicating factor. Yeah. But I just think, I mean, like I personally would never use a shock collar yeah. on a dog. It seems cruel, but I do think it's OP's responsibility to ensure that the dog is well-behaved. I would love to know from you guys, like, do you think putting a shock collar on your dog is cruel or not cruel. My husband thinks I'm ugly, so now he wants an open marriage. Huh? I told him about the first guy I want to see. He doesn't want an open marriage anymore. When I said open marriage, I meant for me, like yeah. not for you. About one year ago, my husband, male 48, told me, female 39, that he was not sexually attracted to me anymore more. I kind of oh. understand that. Oh, oh OP, geez. no, you're beautiful. On the inside. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. That's because since our second child, male four, was born, he hasn't made love to me. He said he loved me more than anything in the world and that the rest of the relationship was perfect, but he needed to do the dirty deed or he would go crazy. I was taken aback, but I started asking him about the definition of an open marriage, and we discussed it over a few weeks. To be honest, I was feeling very sexually deprived, and the idea started to grow on me. I said yes, and asked if there were any rules, and he said that usually every couple had their own rules. I beg whoever I want, and you don't. So our rules 
R, no bringing them home, and use protection. My husband was very clear that he also wanted to know who the other person slash persons were and when it happened. That's, uh, okay, three rules. The when, he said, was to plan our days. He was meeting some new women within a week. He told me everything, showed me pictures, and was gone most of the nights. I'm not gonna lie, I feel like crap, but I thought I needed to give it time. I mean, <laughs> I get it. Now, I was more careful, however, because I needed to know the people that I was hooking up with at least to have some kind of feelings. But I started to relax more and flirt back with some guys. One of them is a client, Jay, male 36, at the bank I work for. Not my client, but he sees me often and he was always pleasant and extra chatty with me. So now I've started flirting about a month ago and I finally decided I was ready to start sleeping with others. Okay. Oh yeah. I told Jay about my arrangement. He was disappointed. Why? Huh. How funny. First, first guy after that... a month. He was after a week. Boom. Ding, yeah. ding, ding. <laughs> he was disappointed at first, but then he said he was in. I went home to my husband and asked him if he was going to do anything Friday, and he said no. I told him that was good because I needed him to be with the children. I showed him Jay and I told him that I was meeting him on Friday. He went silent. Friday came and my husband texted me that he was stuck at work. Wow. <laughs> hmm. Stuck at work. So you hmm. have to uh, take care of the kids. Interesting. And that he later was going to meet a girl so he couldn't watch the children. This continued. Every time I fix a date with Jay, he would do the same and leave me with the children. I don't mind spending more time with my children, but I was getting annoyed. I mean, yeah. yeah. He's not letting you uh, get those rocks off. Come on now. Last month, I had no meetings at work after lunch, which often means that I don't need to stay in place. I texted Jay if he wanted to meet and he was at home. My children were in daycare. I went to his place and it was amazing. I've missed this so, so much. Feeling that I'm desired and that someone's eyes on me filled with lust for me and my body. Oh, pretty sweet. Good gravy. When I got home, I saw my husband and told him, and he was livid because I didn't tell him beforehand. I broke a rule. I told him that I didn't. He knew that I was seeing this guy and that we've been trying to make time. Anyway, he didn't speak to me for the rest of the evening. He woke me up in the middle of the night with gentle kisses and touches, and we did it three times. The first time in almost five years. Interesting. I think he has a case of like, now that he sees that she's desirable by other men, he's now attracted her again. And we've done it every single night since. Now he's saying that he's attracted to me again, and that's why we need to close up the marriage. But I don't want to. I like having other options, and we're not hurting anyone. Okay, there is uh, a juice, a juice, a pretty update. beefy. Oh beefy yeah, we update. got yeah, we okay, got we, we got, got some to go. But we got some to go. Okay. Quick thoughts, everyone, right now, yeah. Sam. Um, do you think OP is the a hole? this instance no not at all no. not at all yep zero percent the a-hole husband prompted this yeah and now like suddenly has changed his mind wants to close it up my feeling is there's a good chance that he flip-flops again yeah that's which, what i think that would be so bad that's a good prediction when i found jay however my husband was suddenly attracted to me we've been doing it regularly i loved it because i love my husband and it's just a wonderful feeling to be desired by him again even though deep down i knew he wasn't attracted to me as much as he was panicking that i'm starting to sleep with others ah interesting it's a panic <laughs> the, the worst kind the worst kind of fuck. 
And I was right. Last Tuesday, I was supposed to meet with Jay again. So Monday evening, as per our agreement, I told my husband about it. He was so surprised. Why do you even want to meet him when I've done it to your sweet vagine every night for the past week, babe? Is that actually what? No. <laughs> I just looked at him and told him that I didn't understand what he meant. We had an open marriage and I've been very clear that I don't want to close it again. I feel very happy and content for the first time in years. And he has been sleeping with others for a year without any problems. God. Yeah, hypocrisy is the issue. Well, why now? Well, he told me that he hadn't been with anyone in almost two weeks. Oh, wow. <laughs> Standing ovation for our guy. Oh, man. Two Such weeks. Hardship. Man, oh. not in two weeks. What is he going to do? Because he thought that I, quote, was enough. So he didn't understand why he wasn't enough for me. I asked him why the sudden interest in me and my body. He has never been so interested before and never so passionate and attentive, not even when I was 10 years younger and more beautiful. He said he always found me beautiful and he didn't know why he's more attracted now. I told him I knew why. Because suddenly you couldn't picture someone else with your wife and suddenly I was more than a wife or a mother in your eyes. I was a sexual being. He tried to deny it, but I didn't budge. I told him that he wasn't seeing other women because he's too busy trying to keep me at bay. The moment I was under his control again, he would lose interest and start seeing other women. Hopefully when I'm pregnant, because in your mind, I would be less appealing to men. He was so angry about this and he told me it was all in my head. He threw the dinner plate across the room and left. Yo. That uh, is not acceptable. No, yeah, he's he's wow. losing it. He's losing it. He spent the night outside. Next day, he was calmer and I told him that I didn't want to close our marriage. I loved him very much, but I was miserable without making love. I believed it in my heart that we, the both of us, could have the cake and eat it too. We could have our beautiful life with our children, our careers, families, friends, our hobbies, trips, and dinner dates. Everything that we loved and cherished about each other and active sex lives with like-minded people. I told him that he didn't seem to be as cool with my pics as I was all these months with all the women he showed me. Maybe I could be more discreet so the men I met stayed faceless in his mind. Maybe it was easier he didn't answer me. Or we could go our separate ways. To this, he was starting to get agitated again, so I asked him to calm down and listen. He couldn't just demolish the kitchen and walk away every time I said something that wasn't to his taste. Facts. Correct! I couldn't and wouldn't go back to how things were before opening our marriage, so either he wanted this or we get a divorce. I asked him to think about it. Thursday, when he got back from work, I had already changed and was ready to go out. He didn't say anything. When I got home, he was crying and said that he couldn't do this anymore. I told him that we can only have one solution then, and it was divorce. He said that I was brutal. Quote, you're not the beautiful, kind woman I married anymore. <sighs> buddy. 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 This guy is too much. Man. He hasn't been home this weekend. He called every night just to say goodnight to the children. He texted me once. Are you in love with Jay? No. Is he better than me? Are you going to start dating him if we divorce? I didn't answer. Damn, bro. You're asking the E. Dude. Jay has called me to tell me that it's all over. I wonder why that happened. Funny you ask. Tom Foolery, fucking the husband did something. My husband asked to meet him yesterday. He denied that we had an open marriage and told Jay he needed to back off. Wow. Bro. Bro. Wow. 
He showed him the texts where I said that Jay wasn't better in bed and that I wasn't in love with him. So Jay was very hurt believing that I lied to him. This sneaky scoundrel. He used the texts. That's wow. why he asked those questions. Wow. I tried to explain everything to Jay, but he didn't believe me. I sent him a screenshot with my husband arranging his hookups and a screenshot with me telling my husband that I was meeting Jay. I think he believed me after that. He said he wanted to end it anyways. He has feelings for me, but this arrangement won't work for him anymore. I told him that I totally understand and I apologize for my and my husband's actions. I'm not mad, but I'm sad that I've lost him. It takes a lot for me to like and trust someone, but I understand that he doesn't want to deal with this drama. I'm going to miss him though. My husband came home today, all smiles, and he said that we should give our open marriage another shot. What an asshole. What an asshole. Seeing how the children were happy seeing him after disappearing for the whole weekend broke my heart. I've been so self-involved, forgetting that my babies are the most important thing right now. I won't forget that now. Wow. I don't know if I like where this story ended. No. It's like, like it feels like this feels like this dude's just getting like a free pass at yeah, the end. It the, feels like the villain won. Literally the most free pass at like like he's done all of this tomfoolery and he I mean the way that ending leads me to believe is that they stay together. Yeah. They have a happily ever after, but dude, you're marrying the wrong guy. Dude, he is an you're marrying absolute, the villain. He is a maniac. He is like on a different planet. Yeah. Fuck. Well, okay. All right. Well, the question stands, ladies and gentlemen. For all of you with your wonderful fingers, let us know was OP the a hole? Was and I kind of want to know, like, yeah, what's the real like, question uh, here? What's the real well, question here? I, my question is Is the husband the a hole for wanting to close the marriage again? Like, if you, I think that the, the, the question I have is let's say there's no red flags. Right. If right. you say, hey, I'm not really attracted to you, but I think it's because, like, I don't. I don't, I don't know. I haven't seen you as an object of this. Is, this is a really honest thing. But <laughs> real I haven't honest. seen you as an object of desire in a long time. And I think opening the marriage would allow me to see you like as attractive in the eyes of other men. And thus I might be attracted to you. Could we open the marriage to see if we can kickstart our own sexual interest in each other again and then close it once that sexual interest is ignited? Is that you think a non-asshole thing to do? And then- yeah. Also, like at the certain levels that OP took, what was the first action that he took that was an asshole behavior? Was it asking for the open marriage? Where, yeah. Was yeah. it uh, saying, up? hey, like you can't see this guy? I, I would really love to know what where, where you think the assholeness came from on either side. Yeah. And then also, have you ever had an open marriage and closed it oh, man. or opened it? For anyone who has had yes. an open marriage that it was either successful or unsuccessful, yeah. what did it look like when it started? And did you did you close it at any point? Did it cause the marriage to fall apart? I would love to hear those stories. Very much so. Yeah. Well, I mean, might even, if we get some some great ones, might even bring it on the show. Like, yeah, that's, that would be sex. That's, that's a very interesting story. But yeah, I mean, uh, what would you say? What, what Where do you think was the... Yeah. First time it was like went over the line to ale. I mean, for the husband, I think the 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 first time was when he was cock blocking the wife. Yeah, that felt like it's like, hey, you're being a hypocrite here. Like it's one thing to ask for an open marriage and start to test that out, but to 
not allow the wife to play by the same rules you're playing by seems really hypocritical and really insecure. Yeah. And then I think he just got progressively more yeah. of an asshole yeah. throughout the story. Yeah, exactly. He just, it just amplified. It snowballed. Yeah. I think my wife is about to be fired. I ruined the dinner with her boss in the worst way imaginable. Should I find a divorce lawyer? Get a divorce as early as possible. Yeah, yeah. Be proactive. That's, yeah, that's yeah. what we always Cut say. Cut your losses. So last night, my wife's boss from her brand new job invited us over for dinner. On the drive over, my wife reiterated many times to me just how important it was to make a good impression. I scoffed and arrogantly informed my silly wife that I always make good impressions. That's how you know he's going to crush it. Yeah, you yeah. Know? That's being super pompous and egotistical exactly my wife's boss is a single lady in her 50s so it was just the three of us we chit chatted over drinks and salads and seemed to be really hitting it off she laughed at my well-timed and perfectly appropriate jokes and my wife seemed pleased but then we hooked up now <laughs> soon she brought out the main course a nice big juicy steak for each of us mm. As I began to cut into my steak, I was discouraged to discover how undercooked the steak was. Now, I've had my fair share of rare steak. I prefer medium, but I can handle rare. This was several minutes on a hot grill short of rare. I probably could have resuscitated the cow had I tried. I sat there fidgeting with my knife and fork, worrying about how I was going to get away with not eating the steak. Claim veganism? No. I'd already feigned great enthusiasm upon seeing the steak. But just then, our hostess excused herself to the kitchen to take care of some dessert preparations. As I looked across the fancy dining room table of this three-story apartment a cartoon light bulb appeared over my head eat the steak and don't cause any problems <laughs> right no <laughs> the opposite <laughs> i knew i had to be decisive realizing that she could return at any moment i committed i grabbed the steak with my hand i gently shook off the juice and executed a perfect throw through the center of the open window what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> Nothing can okay. go wrong. One, I am impressed. You, you best be a quarterback of the high school <laughs> yeah, football literally. team. Because goddamn, that takes some aim. But what the fuck are you thinking? Throwing a raw, juicy, bloody steak through this nice lady's apartment. It gets worse. Oh, how? <laughs> Here's the big time F up. The window wasn't open. <laughs> What oh. fucking idiot. This guy is so dumb. It was the cleanest freaking window you've ever seen in your life. That is, until my mostly raw slab of meat slammed against it and slowly slid down, leaving a trail of bloody juice in its wake. <laughs> what is well, it's funny you might ask. <laughs> Could you imagine you're just eating your steak and just like, boom, giant steak just hits the fucking window. So my wife, whose steak was a nice medium rare and was unaware of my predicament, turned, jaw dropped, <laughs> and stared at me like I was an alien from another planet, OP. as she should. Yeah, to be fair. You fucking what idiot. What are you doing throwing your food like a fucking toddler? This look then slowly morphed into one of the more there is no place on this planet you can ever hide from me expression of demonic anger. Yeah. My wife's boss heard the thud of the steak on window impact and came quickly. <laughs> How do you explain this? 
I want to do a little role play. Okay, here, okay, right? okay. You need to come up with an excuse fast. Ooh, all right. Yep. I'm the boss. Oh, I brought the cupcakes for you. Is that the steak on the window? Yes. So you see, <laughs> I have this uh, really rare muscle spasm. Mm. Um, basically, when I'm exposed to me, and I, you know, I didn't want to make a big deal of it. You know, mm, I, of course I, you don't. I so appreciate and accept your hospitality. And listen, the steaks look amazing. I, I wanted to eat it. So I went to eat it, trying to be polite. And my meat triggered muscle spasms <laughs> just, just started flaring like crazy. <laughs> and I, I slapped, and you know, I was, I was, you know, D1 football yeah, yeah. Back, yeah, you know the whole thing every day perfect spiral I, I i slapped the meat with the athletic precision of of tom Drunk. brady <laughs> and it, it just slammed against your window and my goodness i'm so i i apologize tr truly from the bottom of my heart what's this condition called oh it's called um <laughs> rbs which is um random uh Performed meat syndrome. <laughs> the boss came in. She took in the scene. The steak sitting on the windowsill. The blood trail. My empty plate. And then gave me an inquisitive, puzzled look. I just didn't know what to say. It felt like a minute of silence, but it was probably three or four seconds. Finally, the best I could manage was, uh, uh, I'm sorry. I'm such a klutz. I don't know. I was just, I was just cutting it, it and and. <laughs> and, and it slipped. Uh, just ask my wife. I, I'm, I'm really a klutz, right, honey? No help coming from this direction. I'll, I'll clean it up. I, I can't believe this. I, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Et cetera, et cetera. The perfect spiral all the way to the window. Oh, I'm such a klutz. Reverse klutz. Both women continued to stare at me like I had escaped from the loony bin. As I smeared the blood around the window with my cloth napkin, dusted off the steak, and continued to mutter my incoherent explanation, I knew no one was buying the story. I knew what I had to do. I sheepishly returned to my seat and proceeded to eat every bite of that disgusting, cold, chewy, bloody, raw steak. I don't I don't that know that that's what you have to do. Yeah, that I feel I don't like know if OP is as smooth as he thinks he is. Yeah, he's he like came off very confident. These are like two fairly major social faux pas. I remained pretty quiet the rest of the evening. My wife's only two words to me since the incident are, I'm fine. Those are dangerous words to hear, my friend. There is a quick update. Just got the first post, I'm fine communication with my wife via text who is at work. Good news. Boss's name and I just had a good laugh over how much of a f***ing idiot you are. I hope you know you will never live this down. Love you, moron. It's oh, kind of a sweet I'm ending. I'm glad it ended well. Wow. But if throwing a stake at a window isn't a red flag, I don't know what is. This man's whole demeanor and life philosophy is a, is a red flag. That is a like, juicy, red, dripping flag. Yes, it really is, though. My question to the audience, is that a red flag to you? Mm. <laughs> if your significant other's reaction to an uncooked steak is to spiral it through a window across a room and to do so unsuccessfully, do you stay with them? Is this not a red flag? I mean, I don't know, like, leaving them over that, but it's like, I think it's a good question of, like... What? What's? I feel like there's more under the surface. I feel like there's, there's more than meets the eye. There, this can't be an isolated incident. Well, I would love to know from our audience. One, is this a red flag? Yep. And two, what's the worst thing that someone has done at a dinner party? Oh man, I would love to know oh, those stories. Man. Yeah. 
My racist girlfriend called me a slur. I want to break up with her. Am I the a-hole? You know how like couples have pet names? <laughs> Take me down this path you're about to walk me down, Sam. Maybe it's just a really unique pet name. Wow, really? A really, really specific unique pet name, really. Before anyone thinks this is fake, let me assure you, I wish this was. I am in shock. I, 26 male, just recently went on a date with a 25 to 28, question mark? You don't know the age? So we met at the gym. I've had a crush on her for a while and finally struck up a convo and asked her out. I booked us at a nice Korean restaurant that has Korean barbecue stations. So we sit at the bar and we have a pleasant chat for a few minutes and then they tell us that our table is ready. We go to our table and it's got a huge grill with a fire on it and she instantly asks what it is. How does anyone not know what Korean barbecue is? Now I brushed this off and I explained to her and she was like, but why do we have to do all the work? And lol, yes, she said that unironically. Isn't it their job? I explained to her that's what's fun about it, but we could always order off the a la carte menu if she didn't want barbecue. But she just said, just make them do it for us. <laughs> Interesting. She's not trying to play along. And insisted on calling the waitress over and asking her to put the meat on the grill and demanded to be served after it was ready. Like, okay, we all have the fun little joke, like, oh, yeah, ha, ha, ha. But, but then we cook it and it's fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Come on, just like dive into the experience. There's red flag after red flag right here. The elderly Korean lady had to shuffle between busy tables and come and flip the meat and serve our plates. But wait, it gets worse. So at this point, I'm super embarrassed and starting to see red flags like crazy. I'm Indian, so I'm kind of used to the whole servant master attitude thing because it's big in India, but I'm not a fan of it. And I thought it was super weird here in the States. I would judge you if you were a fan of it. (laughs) Yeah, right? Like, oh yeah, I'm like a huge... Yeah, I'm, fan I'm, of I'm it, a like, huge fan of, of being called master. But I wanted to see this date to the end. And yes, shamelessly enough, I was hoping for some adult time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He might be doing some, some ass action of his own. Yeah, or taxes. At the end of the meal, she asks for dessert. I agree, and then I ask to see the menu. The waitress comes over and gives the menu and hands it to her. She then waits for her to leave and says, oh, my God, this place is a nice nightmare. All of these useless immigrants, she's white, come into the country and don't even work and eat up all our tax dollars. Are they even legal? They're literally working, bro. They're literally... Why? Why say that? You got something going on, little lady. And she said it loudly enough that a nearby table of brown people in their 20s started giving her dirty looks and whispering to each other. She notices this and then goes, same goes for these, insert racist word for people of Pakistan. At this point, my jaw dropped. I am Indian. And she used this in front of me. My God, this woman has absolutely no shame. Yo, she does not know her audience either. She really doesn't. Like, Come on, you're not at a KKK rally. She saw my experience expression and went, oh no, I didn't mean that. Latinos, they're fine. I love Mexican food. I swear I'm not racist. I love Mexican food. It seems that she thinks that I was Latino. My birth country never really came up as I speak with an American accent, and she used a racist word against my own countrymen in front of me. We get dessert. I get up to use the bathroom. I pay off the bill with a good tip, and I walk out the door. I left her there. I drove both of us. Nice. And went back and blocked her number. Now I'm even thinking of switching gyms, but I'm just going to go in the morning for now. I don't know what I will say if I ever meet her again. Am I the a-hole for ditching my date without transport at the the restaurant. Ladies and gentlemen, we need your take. Also, if any of you have had a experience like this, which have you ever walked out, walked out of a date on a date, 
There are many date walkout stories amongst you also. You better get to that comment section and tell us. Sam, same question to you. I might have said like, like in the moment, like, you know, it's like, there's like, an educational there's an edu- op- yeah, yeah, opportunity there's, there's there. There's an educational opportunity yeah, here. And yeah. it doesn't have to be nice edu- education. But I think you could have said, hey, I'm actually Pakistani. That was really f- up. I'm not driving you home. I'm going to pay for the check and leave. Totally. Just kind of be upfront of it uh, about yeah. it. You do not have to drive her home after that. The totally not saying anything doesn't allow her to realize how much she f- up. Could be let off the hook because also maybe she's like, oh, like, was it something else? Yeah, exactly. Like maybe she's so blind to her own bigotry so that she doesn't even consider that part of it. And she's like, oh, he's, oh, he's just an a-hole. He didn't think I was pretty enough or something. Yeah. And then it also like doing that there reduces the confrontation that you might face at the gym at a later date. I don't think OP is the a-hole, okay. but he could have taken it to a place of learning. For sure. I uninvited my fiance's best friend from the wedding after he told him to get a paternity test. Am I the a-hole? We've seen it happen a thousand times. Asking for a paternity test most of the time does not end well. My fiance, male 33, has a best friend, Jason, who is the brutally honest type and tells it how it is. In other words, he's a Yep. He himself admitted how he isn't good at keeping his thoughts in his head and losing so much because of it. My fiance says he loves him despite his flawed personality and expects me to let it go whenever he makes a backhanded comment about me and my past as a former sex worker. He was the first to be invited to the wedding and my fiance promised to make him behave. My fiance and I found out that we were expecting. We visited my future in-law's house to make the announcement and Jason was already there. After dinner, my fiance and I stood up and made the announcement. Everyone rushed to congratulate us, except for Jason, who sat still and admittedly kept looking me in the eyes in a strange way. No, Jason. I avoided him, but then he got up, hugged my fiance, and looked him dead in the eye and says, three words, man, paternity test pronto. No. I was completely floored. Everyone was shocked, but tried to act normal, probably to defuse the situation. But I walked up to Jason and asked him to repeat what he said. He tried to back off because my face was inches away from his. He was like, chill, it was just a joke. But I kept asking him to repeat what he said over and over again. My fiance got in the middle and told me to take a seat and calm down. I went off on Jason, called him an insensitive asshole, and that he was officially uninvited from the wedding after he accused me of being unfaithful. Boom. Mic drop. Jason shouted some stuff about how I was being a drama llama. (laughs) What an insult to Bob. (laughs) You're a drama llama. And he meant no harm and then left in a hurry. My fiance and his mom agreed with me being upset, but said that uninviting him from the wedding was me going too far. My fiance said that Jason was just joking and I blew up over nothing. We went home and I kind of broke down in the bathroom without letting my fiance see because he still thought I was overreacting after I told him how I felt about his friend ruining my joy and humiliating me in front of my in-laws. Am I overreacting and being too emotional here? I want to know what all of you think. If you had just announced your pregnancy and the best friend of your fiance said that should get a paternity test would you want to invite that friend from the wedding and would you feel bad about it put your answers in the comments right now but john what do you think i don't know why he's still friends with this guy i know clearly he sounds so stupid so just like he just he doesn't care about people's feelings and like also her fiance and the mom aren't caring about her feelings like why would you let him 
say that to her. And it sounds like he has a pattern of this too. Yes. Like it is known that he does this. So yeah. I don't understand. And so like, what is he going to say at the wedding? What's he going to say at the wedding? If he and, gets the best man toast. Well, I would never want someone treating my wife to be like that. No, so like, not at all. hell no. He, he, he was absolutely the a-hole OP, not the a-hole uninvite him. Why, uninvite why him. not? It's your, wedding. it's your freaking wedding. I kidnapped my ex-wife, autistic brother, and she's never going to see him again. Am I the a-hole? My 42 male ex-wife, 44 female, and I recently separated. We were together for 26 years. We met in high school. Wow. Damn. And during that time, her parents became unable to care for her brother, Brody, 34 male, who is autistic. Brody moved in with my wife and I 10 years ago. And while there was an adjustment period, he lived with us happily since then. My marriage's deterioration was completely unrelated to Brody and was centered around my wife's emotional affair with a co-worker. Yikes. When deciding what to do about Brody's living arrangements, I stated that Brody could live with me, but my wife overrode me and demanded Brody come with her. I said I didn't think this was fair because Brody is verbal. He stated his preferences were to stay at my house. His autism is fairly mild and he is capable of making his preferences known. My wife overrode him and took him with her when she moved out. However, since then, she called me asking me to come get him because he was giving her such a hard time, letting him stay the night for a few days a week and now it's been a few months since he spent the night with her at her apartment Brody's essentially living there right yeah I consider Brody to be my brother too I've known him since he was eight years old wow I very much have a strong bond with him and I'd be fine if he stayed living with me until I was old and great that's kind of cute that is the sweetest thing ever that is so freaking cute my ex and her family are very unhappy about the situation but my argument is and continues to be if they care about his happiness they should listen to his opinions he is an adult just because he has autism doesn't mean he doesn't have feelings and preferences so am i the a-hole for letting my ex-brother-in-law stay against his family's wishes i want to know what you think especially anyone who i mean i want to know what anyone thinks but especially if you have like an autistic brother or sister would love to know your thoughts but john what do you think this is the most freaking adorable beautiful thing on planet earth and yeah it's so odd where it's like okay so first his ex-wife is like no i don't care that you want to stay with him you're gonna stay with me then the brother stays with her she's like it's too much you take him for a few days he takes it for a few days he ends up basically moving in and then they're angry again like like make up your mind yeah like i think op is taking the burden from you guys who don't want to care for this literally kid literally adults and I, I I just struggle to find the logic because it's like you're mad at him when he wants to bring him in but isn't living there. Then you're mad at him when he is living there and you don't you know want to to house him. So it's like it make make the math. It math. seems like OP is solving all of your problems. I literally, mean, it really doesn't make sense in a beautiful way. So I, maybe maybe this is like uh, and you know we don't we didn't get insight as to why they split, but I'm already seeing some like red flag behavior yeah, from the yeah, wife. Like yeah. so, screw the wife. Maybe that's what it is. Screw the actually, wife. Yeah. Don't screw her. Let her be. Let her screw the the coworker. Oh goodness gracious! Hello there. You're about to listen to an exclusive clip from our Patreon episode. If you want to hear the full bonus episodes as well as ad free content and join assholes anonymous events, go to Patreon.com/slash OKOP Show and support your boys. Enjoy the exclusive clip. 
Today I effed up by having sex with my ex. Dude, we love our good rhyme. Points for, for rhyming. Yeah. Points for dirty smuttiness. Points for relatability. Yeah, agreed. Last week, my ex-girlfriend, 20, called and asked if I, 22 male, was keen to continue sleeping with her. Ooh. I never expected to hear from her again, let alone see her naked. Our relationship recently came to an end. I tapped out because it became clear to me that the two of us were incompatible. My ex disagreed and thought screaming at me would somehow change my opinion. Considering how upset she was during a breakup, I was surprised when I got the call asking her for <laughs> that sweet dingling. Oh, you know, that's a little booty call. Yeah, maybe know? that's why she was so mad. She was like, oh, damn, I'm going to lose that. I'm losing, I'm losing access. Of course. All she wanted was to share a bed with someone who knew her well enough to know what buttons to press to get her off. Not going to lie. The unexpected ego boost disarmed me. Her closing comment was, scratch out the friends in friends. Oh, wow. Scratch out the friends in friends with benefits, but keep the benefits. So. I was willing to test it out. Okay. What could go wrong, OP? Oh, what could Only go wrong? Yeah. good times in bed. Oh, my God. Last night, my ex and I reunited for the first time since the dramatic final episode of a relationship. She followed me to my room and we hooked up. I wo Oh, my God. I woke up this morning with one arm cuffed to my bed. My ex was gone. A random note on the pillow said the key for the handcuffs was in the condom under the pillow. I flipped the pillow and discovered the condom. A used condom, but not the condom I used. Different brand, oh. different size, oh. different load. Oh my. I did what had to be done to get the key out from the condom and unlocked the handcuffs. It was like a fear factor challenge, but all you get is some dude's nut juice on your fingers. So she brought another man's condom to his apartment to just prank him? I mean, I think this is more than a prank. I think it's just a prank, bro. Uh, just a prank, bro. It's huh? Just a prank. As long as you say it's just a prank, bro, then yeah, it is. Oh, she didn't say that. Oh, uh, so, true. See? Big mistake. There you go. Huge. Without wasting time, I disposed of the condom, the key, the cuffs, and the pillow before tossing all my sheets in the laundry and scrubbing my hands with disinfectant. I was fuming. Yeah. You have every right to be OP. But I was prepared to file my experience under crazy ex-girlfriend and never communicate with my ex again. However, I soon realized she did more than plant another person's used condom under my pillow. She did more than that. We not done yet, baby. Thanks again. Again for listening to this exclusive clip of our Patreon bonus episode. Remember, if you want the full bonus episode and all of our extra beautiful perks, go to patreon.com slash OKLP show. See you there. Love ya.